hello children of god welcome back to my youtube channel and i hope you're having a wonderful day and just persevering as you seek god and journey on the way to heaven for those who have not yet subscribed please consider subscribing so that every time i post a new video you get notified and you get you know hold of that video and just watch it and share it with others so today i'm going to talk about uh, a very complicated topic and uh, i pray that before you watch this you pray about it or approach it in a prayerful manner because this topic is very very complicated and so this is the topic of demons that are disguised as humans living among us so this is a topic that we have been sharing you know over the years and so i thought that today i should delve you know deeper into this topic and just showing you some biblical references that support you know that demons are indeed living among us disguised as human beings so before we go into the video let's just pray and commit you know this video into the hands of the lord for both myself and for you the listener so that we shall not be in the flesh but that we shall be in the spirit you know for the word of god to speak to us for god himself to speak to us to convict our hearts and uh, you know it is very important for you to know this because these demons that are disguised as humans are the ones you know that are leading people into sin they make sin seem very appealing very normal and there are some people who've got a habit of just following others saying oh this person is doing this and that but after this video you're going to think twice about doing that always be led by the holy spirit so let's just you know say a prayer before we begin the video our Heavenly Father, we come before you asking that you may forgive us of our sins, that you may rid us of all our iniquities, O Heavenly Father. We pray, O God, that our hearts may be changed, that we may be obedient, O Heavenly Father. Help us to obey you and help us not to live in the flesh, but help us to do everything in the spirit and not in the flesh. I pray for the listener that they may listen to your Holy Spirit and I pray for myself speaking that I may speak from the Spirit and not speak from the flesh of oh God. We bind every monitoring spirit and we destroy every spirit of destruction. We shall not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ to heaven, Father. We shall persevere on the way to heaven. We shall walk on the heavenly journey, my God, with confidence and with faith and we shall reach our desired destination. We commit this video into all hands, my God. Give us spiritual understanding in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And so just before we begin, I'd like to share this scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, which says, Someone who is carnal-minded does not receive the things of God because they're spiritually discerned. To that person, the things of God are foolishness, but the things of God are received through the Spirit of God. And it is important for you to note that because this message is not for everyone. If you are carnally minded, if you are not spiritually minded, it will seem like a foolish message to you as the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. It says that the things of God, you know, are foolishness to the carnal man because they are spiritually discerned. But they can be understood by someone who is spiritually minded. So if you want to understand this message, you have to approach it, you know, from a spiritual point of view. You have to be someone who is willing to understand spiritual things and you have to be someone who asks God for that understanding. And so to begin today's topic, you know, I just want to break this down so that even someone who's never read any of our messages from Facebook can understand. I want to begin this topic of demons disguised as humans from the very beginning so that you can understand. 
So to begin this, for you to understand, let's read from the book of Genesis chapter 6, verse 2, which reads, The sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. So it says, The sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. So the, Genesis, the same Genesis chapter 6 in verse 4 says, And there were giants in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men or renown. So it says, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men, there were giants on the earth in those days, and after that, the Bible does not say there were giants only in that, at that time. It says, and also after that. And we see that these giants, even after the flood of Noah, we see that these giants are also, as you mentioned in the Bible, they were there even after the flood. So if you read from the book of uh, Revelations, chapter 12, verse 9, it says, So the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old, called the devil, and Satan who deceived the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. So you see here, the Bible uses, you know, uh, describes the devil as the serpent of old. And also these men, the children of the giants and human beings in Genesis chapter 6 are referred to as mighty men of old. So you see that there's this similarity. The Bible calls Satan the old serpent and the children are also called mighty men of old you know, of old, but we're told that they were children, but they're called mighty men of old. Why is it that they're called mighty men of old? It is because they have always been in existence. They are not new. They have always been in existence, and these are demons disguised as humans. Just to put this into perspective, to avoid any confusion, look at the book of uh, Genesis chapter 18, verse 1 to 3. I want to give this example. The Bible says that Abraham was visited by three men, you know, but the Bible here on this uh, on chapter one on verse one of chapter 18 says Then the Lord appeared to him by the terebinth trees of Mamre So and uh, you know after this if you want you can read the whole Genesis chapter 18 the Bible says the Lord appeared to him but here the Bible says that Abraham saw three men so the Lord came in a form of a man and he came with two angels. So how do we know that one was the Lord and the other two were angels? So the same Genesis chapter 18 says that Abraham bowed before the Lord, you know. He bowed before him and said, If I found favor in your sight, O Lord, do not bypass your servant. And the Bible here uses the capital letter L. And the only time that, you know, the capital letter L is used, is when it is the Lord God Almighty. So how do we deduce that the other two were angels? In, in, in chapter 19 of the same Genesis, it says, Now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting there at the gate of Sodom. So you see, the two angels, that the, there were three men, one was the Lord, and the two angels, when they left Abraham, they went to Lot to give him a message of warning because God was about to destroy Sodom. And Lord called them my lords. But you see that this my lords is different from the my lord that was quoted in 
chapter 18 when Abraham was referring to the Lord. There was a capital L, but if you read this one when, you know, Lord was speaking to the two angels, and the Bible explicitly says, to a, then, then the two angels went to Lot. You know, from Abraham, the two angels went to Lot. So there you see that uh, when the two angels approached Lot, he called them my lords. But there it is just written using the small letter L, you know, to describe the angels. And in Genesis chapter 18, it specifically says the Lord went to Abraham. So that is not a debatable thing. And why am I saying this? This shows you that spiritual beings are able to come like human beings. Spiritual beings are able to come like human beings. So we see that angels have got the ability to transform into human beings. And uh, the Lord himself also has the ability to transform into a human being. And so using this trait, the Bible in Genesis says, the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they brought children to them. So these are heavenly beings. These are angels that came down and you know, had children with the sons of men. And they brought giants, you know, mighty men of old. The Bible did not say they bore, you know, these babies, they did, not, they did not know anything. It says mighty men of old, men of renown, you see. So this was the entrance of demons, you know, into the human race. And why do I say that demons entered the human race? Because someone will say, okay, angels had children with human beings, therefore maybe those are human beings. Let me show you what the Bible says. In the book of Daniel, chapter 2, you can feel free to read the full chapter. The Bible says, As you saw iron mixed with ceramic clay, they will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another. So this Bible verse says, They will mingle with the seed of men. Who are these? They are not men. The Bible clearly does not acknowledge them as men. But it says they will mingle with the seed of men. Mingling will be done but they will not adhere to one another just as iron does not mix with clay so we always get this question saying if a demon disguised as a human being you know has a child with a human being then what happens to that child what is that child the bible says they will not mix so there's no way there's no possible way that a human being can have a child with a demon so what happens is there is a demon, you know, from the spiritual realm that poses as a human being. You can only have a human being if both of you are two human beings. But if you, you as a human being get married to a, a demon human disguise and you have children, those children are not children. They're simply demons posing, you know, as children. In the same way that we saw that spiritual beings can transform to look like human beings, they will pretend. They will come and pretend like they're just babies and all that. So demons can pretend to be human beings. And we see that these giants have been mentioned continuously in the Bible. For example, in the book of Numbers, uh, in verse 33, it says, so this was a time when, you know, Moses had sent out spies to go and spy out the land of Canaan, you know. And um, here in Numbers chapter 13, verse 33, it reads, There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak, who came from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in that sight. And there were times in the Bible when the Lord would actually give an instruction to the children of Israel, you know, saying, when you attack this nation, do not spare anything. 
kill everyone, kill the children, the babies, kill the mothers, do not spare anyone because God did not want this pollution. And even after the flood of Noah, the Bible still does mention the Nephilims, you know, the Nephilims are still mentioned even after the flood. Many times I've always asked myself like, why has God allowed them, you know, to continue being here on earth? And the Lord has always reminded me of a Bible verse which says that the wheat and the tares should be allowed to grow together. You know, but then there will be that selection at the end where the wheat will be removed and the tares are going to be burnt. The Lord allows them to live among us because they are there to test our faith. They are there to test our standing in God. They have mixed their seeds with the seeds of humans. And so because of the size that humans are, they have also reduced to that size over the years of many intermarriages. But that does not make them human, you know. They have simply disguised themselves to look more human so that they can work. They can work and do their evil mission successfully. And so I was just giving that preamble because many people like saying, oh, when you're talking about demons in human disguise, what biblical evidence do you have? What proof do you have? So I've given that preamble just to show you that this is mentioned in the Bible. And these have come to work against human beings. When the angels left their abode, their heavenly abode, and came to mingle with the sons of men, they sealed their own fate. And because they sealed their own fate, they want everyone to perish with them. And so these demons have begun to promote sin because they have lived in heaven before. They know what heaven is like. They know God's nature. They know what God wants. And they know that God does not want his uh, creation to be changed. You know, even the Bible tells us, shall the clay say to the porter, why have you made me like this? So they know the things that God hates. And so they are here to make you do those same exact things so that, you, so that you should be an abomination to God and God should cast you away. Because there's nothing filthy that is going to enter heaven. Whatever enters heaven must be pure. So after giving that preamble, in 2012, uh, after we just came to the Lord, we came to the Lord in 2011, that is my sister Rachel, uh, myself, my younger sister Lois, and my younger brother Ezra. When we came to the Lord in 2012, you know, uh, you know the Lord began to tell us, saying there are demons that are living among you disguised as humans. You know, so the Lord said that once, but it was just like a message, you know, just a normal message. You take it as a normal message, but you don't even understand what it means. Like, so you say, oh, the Lord has told me this. Then the Lord said it another time, like I think it was like after a week. So the Lord began to show us this. After one week, he said, there are demons living among you disguised as humans. And the reason he kept repeating that is because we were not understand, like we did not take it seriously. And so at one time, my sister Rachel and I, you know, went to evangelize to a certain woman. The Lord had said that we should evangelize to this woman, you know. So we were on the way back home and we were singing as we were going back home because we were happy, you know. The Lord had said evangelize to someone and we had fulfilled. We were just jubilating and going back home, you know, singing. And so there's this man that approached my sister Rachel and I as we were singing. He came to us and said in a very aggressive voice, you, where do you stay? Where do you stay? So, you know, <laughs> at that time, we did not really understand what was happening. And the Lord opened our eyes. You know, it was like a miracle. The Lord opened our eyes and he showed us that this man was not a human being. He was a demon disguised as a human being. And he was upset because we were, we were just from evangelizing. We were from doing God's work. 
he was very upset with us and was upset that we were singing in the road, giving glory to God and we're not ashamed. And you know, we did not even answer him, we just continued singing. We continued singing and that's how he went away. And we could even see him. It's something that I can't explain. You can't tell physically. Everybody looks the same. But when your spiritual eyes are open, I'm telling you, you're going to see that this person is not a human being. Let me give you some examples of how the Lord has shown us that someone is not a human being. Sometimes you're going to see the person and you see the real uh, demon, you know, like coming out. It will not completely come out. Sometimes it does, like when the Lord was showing, for example, in a dream. But what we've seen in the physical, you see like a normal body, but with your spiritual eyes, you're going to see like a demon, you know, is arising, you know, from that human being. And the Lord will show that this is the demon. So, uh, this is different from demonic possession. Many people have said, oh, these are people possessed with, with demons. No, they're not demon possessed. These are demons that have got makeshift bodies, false bodies. They do not have a spirit, soul, and body. It is just a body and a demon in there pretending to be a human being. You know? So these are demons straight from the pit of hell. They are as a result, you know, of those angels that fell in the beginning and bore children with human beings who are not children, as the Bible did tell us. The Bible says they bore giants, you know, men of old, not babies. They were men of old. They knew everything. You know, they were in heaven. They were full of this knowledge, men of old, you know. They had this knowledge. They, have, they know everything that used to go on in heaven back then. So the other way the Lord will show you sometimes is even just via phone, if you know someone who is not a human being talks to you on the phone, you feel some type of way. Like, for example, you feel grieved in your heart, and it's not just any kind of grief. Sometimes you can feel grieved if someone is talking to you, like maybe trying to make you sin, but what I'm talking about is you feel like your spirit is not in connection with their spirit. You feel bad, you feel like this is an evil spirit, you know, you feel that thing. So these are demons disguised as human beings. And so on the same day after that man, you know, tried to harass us, that man actually is not even a man. He's a demon pretending to be a man. He's not a man. Men are human beings. Women are human beings. Children are human beings. But those are pretending to be children, pretending to be men, pretending to be, to be women. They're not any of those things. They're demons, you know, just posing. They're pretending to be those things. They are not those things. In fact, I remember one time, you know, I had a dream when I was at the University of Zambia where I was with my friends. This was a dream. I was with my friends on a lawn, you know, was just standing by a lawn. And in the dream, you know, I, I was talking to some of my classmates. And so I said, so this name is just an example. That is not the real name, you know, of that person. They're not people. So I said, you know, I said, Salome. I called out to that person. But as soon as I said that name, the person disappeared. There was nothing there but grass. So I said to another person, also not the real name, I said Mary. And that person also disappeared. Like I was trying to call out to them, but they disappeared and there was nobody there. So the Lord was trying to show me that, look, this person called Mary is not there. There is no Mary here. There is a demon pretending to be a human being called Mary. There was no Mary there. There was no Salome there. There was just a demon, you know. They were pretending to be Salome, pretending to be, uh, pretending to be someone named Salome, pretending to be someone called Mary, but they were not that. You know, they disappeared, meaning non-existent. There's no person there. 
so i hope that puts the so i hope that people are actually getting you know a true picture of these demons that are disguised as humans then the same day after that man attacked us we continued on the way home and we met two teenage boys you know we met two teenage boys and the lord also opened our eyes to show us that these are not humans but these are demons disguised as humans and these teenage boys got so terrified they began you know glancing back at us and walking away you know like they've been changed the route just trying to avoid us they said going in another road you know and we did not deduce that they were demons from their behavior no the lord opened our eyes you cannot tell physically the lord opened our eyes and were able to see that these are not humans but demons and these demons in human disguise the bible like if you saw in the bible they lived you know among human beings as if they're human beings marrying like you saw you know marrying and giving birth even now it is the same they marry and give birth and that simply means that these demons that are disguised as humans do not disappear it's not like oh i saw a demon in human disguise once no i'm telling you each and every one of, of you has seen a demon in human disguise but you just did not know you just do not know they are right now some of them are your neighbors they're even your cousins because you know when a human marries another human being they have humans but for example if you for example if your mother's sister who is a human being gets married to a demon those children are not going to be humans they're demons posing as humans straight from hell and those are your cousins so you have relatives that's how it also comes like into the family line even i have those that have seen them i know them but you know we have to approach even everything spiritually many times we prefer to deal with them spiritually you know by burning them in the spiritual realm and destroying their mission as well as keeping you know that distance from them of course physically you can pretend but but you're not supposed to get close to them and all that because they're going to lead you to sin for them sin is very normal even those even for those that have a mission of pretending to be christians in one way or another they're going to make you sin for example they can make you lie and make lying seem like it is just a normal you know little thing everybody does that they can make you compromise with sin but we know that if we want to go to heaven we have to be consistent with righteousness there is no compromise there is no watching secular tv today and then for the rest of the year you don't watch no if you don't watch secular tv you don't watch it there's nothing like oh let's watch a movie let's watch a cartoon with my family with my cousins there's nothing like that you know the bible says we are a peculiar people a holy nation separate we are not to compromise with sin we are peculiar people and these demons have got many missions some are completely in the world you know they are trying to promote artificial hair they're trying to promote painting of nails uh, you know the use of lipstick all those things anyway if you want a full video on that you can just check on one of my videos about why you cannot go to heaven without outward holiness as well as inner holiness and many people like say all oh, people in the bible did this and that all that is explained and how we're under a new dimension and how god now requires holiness from us and the bible particularly says that women should dress in a, in a holy manner it says we should not adorn ourselves with outward adornment you know we should be holy we should be righteous so anyway if you look for a video on you know i think it is entitled why you cannot go to heaven without holiness on my youtube channel you're able to get that and see what i'm talking about and these demons know how to pretend you can't say you know there can be two people let me tell you there can be two people 
one of those persons is not a real person and the other one is a real person. You know, human beings are bad. Human beings are bad. A human being can kill someone while a demon human disguise is pretending, you know, to be a good person and even condemning, you know, what, even condemning the action done by the real human being. So it just depends on their mission. Sometimes they can pretend, you know, to be into holiness. In fact, the Lord has shown us many times, you know, demons disguised as human beings in the holiness movement, the outward holiness movement. But remember the Bible tells us we should be holy inside and holy outside. But what do these demons do? These demons focus so much on outward holiness without telling you about inner holiness, a change of heart, you know, the need for you to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Anyway, they can tell you that, but what is their mission? Their mission is to burden you. Their mission is to burden you, you know. They try to put all these strange rules to make you feel like holiness is a burden and to make you feel like holiness is something that you cannot manage. I've heard strange doctrines like, you know, you're supposed to use a particular soap to bath. Like this, just go and look for a soap with this name. That's the one you're going to use to bath. Like, really? <laughs> Sometimes I even laugh and just like, what is the essence of that? What is the essence? When God speaks about holiness, there's always a reason behind it. When he says, do not, you know, use artificial hair, it is because he wants you to embrace your natural beauty. He wants you to embrace holiness. He does not want you to change that thing which he made, you know. You are made in God's image. Do not change yourself. Just take care of yourself in a way that will not lead to, you know, the texture of your, you, the texture of your hair should not change. For example, if you're a black woman, you've got natural hair. It means that whatever you do to your hair should not change the texture of the hair. But to say, you know, just use this particular soap to bath on your body, then what is that? What is that? What is the purpose of that? There is no purpose. That is oppression. Meaning that people will not bath until they find that soap. That is not good. And they're doing that because they've got a mission. They've got an evil mission. And that mission is to make people feel like holiness is burdensome. But the Bible tells us that the commandments of the Lord are not burdensome. That is what the Bible says. The Bible says the commandments of the Lord are not burdensome. Whatever God tells us is to lead us closer to Him, to lead us into holiness and righteousness. And sometimes, you know, these demons also have another mission. You know, they try to make it seem like it is normal to sin. You've seen so many, you know, so-called female pastors. They're looking like Jezebel and that they're saying I'm a child of God, this and that. And someone is there, oh, no, I can't stop wearing trousers as a woman because you know, my pastor also wears. I'm following her. If she's going to hell, I'm also going to hell. You're not going to hell with her. You're going alone. She's already doomed. She's doing that to carry you along. You know, but it's not every female pastor who wears like that who is a demon. Some are also deceived themselves into sin. That is why we have to pray. And that is why we keep saying that you cannot know a demon in human disguise just by the physical traits because they know how to pretend and they have got different missions. You can only know when the Lord tells you. When the Lord tells you, that is when you can know because you find that even some female pastors, they too have been deceived by those same demons in human disguise, you know, into thinking that wearing like that is normal. So you cannot judge someone just by the physical looks or the physical behavior that this one is a demon. That is not true. Only when the Lord tells you. And so these are everywhere, you know, they're there in our daily lives. I'm not talking about one in 10 million. I'm talking about regular people. The people your children go to school with, you know, 
the people you work, the people, even in church, they're there, they've got a mission. They've got a mission and they're there to test you, do you believe in God? They're, they're there to test your faith. Are you going to compromise just because everybody else is compromising? So you should be careful. Not everyone you see is a human being. These demons have also come to make sin normal. We have seen how fornication has become normal. Just look at how fornication is normal these days. They have come to normalize sin, secular music. Some of them are even in the, in the some of them are even in the entertainment industry. They are there to sing for you, you know, and they are there to make other people sin, or and make other people sin through this evil music. They have come to make sin normal, to make secular TV normal, to make secular music normal, to make you know outward worldliness normal. That is what they're here to do, and that is why it is so hard to overcome. Because what do these demons do? These demons do not just try to make sin normal, but they cast spells. What am I talking about? One day when I was at, uh, uh, at school, when I was in university, you know, I used to find it very hard to dress holy. I used to dress holy, however. By saying that, I'm not meaning I never used to dress holy. I'm meaning I used to find it hard. So it means that you want to do something and you are doing something, but it is hard. Why? Because everyone else around you is doing the opposite. There's always that feeling of wanting to fit in. But if you are fasting a lot, like fasting regularly, like not well, like once in, one, in a month, no. I mean fasting regularly, praying every day, seeking the Lord, you are going to overcome. It's going to give you spiritual strength. But one time when I was actually going through a period when I was struggling and finding it hard, you know, to dress holy or, you know, feeling some type of way, you know, the Lord showed me two girls. There were these two girls and they were wearing trousers and the th they were wearing trousers and, you know, they had this artificial hair and all that. And, uh, you know, they were going to a shopping mall. They were from my university. They were going to a shopping mall. And as I, this was a dream. As I looked at those girls, I began feeling strange about my long clothes. I was like, why am I feeling strange? Why am I feeling like this? And the Lord showed me that these girls were casting spells to make me feel bad about what I'm wearing, to make me want to be like them, to dress like them. So this is a spiritual battle. It is a spiritual battle. They don't just wear these trousers or dress like this and that and then leave it there for you to copy. They do that to try to make you copy and they cast spells in the spiritual realm. They cast spells in the spiritual realm to make sure that you feel you know, insecure about the way that you're dressing. So how can you defeat them? You can defeat them through prayer. I'm not talking, I'm talking about prayer. When I say prayer, I mean you wake up at midnight and pray. You know, you conduct an overnight. You pray, even alone, you can conduct an overnight. You say, I'm not going to drink or eat anything for three days. I'm going to pray and bind, you know, sin. You say, oh, I'm going to pray and seek God every single day and be close to Jesus. I mean, so you're going to heaven is not easy. If you're a casual Christian, you're not going to heaven. That is a fact. It is a fact. If you're a casual Christian, you're not going to heaven. Why? You're going to be overcome by sin. You're going to be overcome by all these spiritual attacks of Satan. You have to develop a strong prayer life. Develop a strong prayer life. Fast, even like three times a week. Just fast. Even if you are working, you know, you pray. Maybe wake up early, around maybe four, you pray. You, you also pray when you come back in the evening. God still counts that as fasting. 
you pray, you read the Bible, spend time. I'm telling you, it is all about persevering. The Bible says, strive to enter. It does not say relax and enter heaven. The Bible says, strive, strive to enter. It is not easy. It has never been easy. These days, no one is going to whip you or torment you physically. And in some countries, they do that. But the, the, if you for being a Christian, but these days, the battle that we go through really is a spiritual battle. It is a spiritual battle where you have to take up your position as a Christian. And in ending this video, I would like to tell you that the Bible says the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but of boldness, of courage, and of a sound mind. The Bible also says the righteous are as bold as a lion. This video is not to scare you. This video is to open your eyes, to enlighten you. Let me tell you, the Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Some people like telling us that, oh, now you're making demons be everywhere. We're not making demons be everywhere. The demons have always been there, you just never knew. And it is better to be knowledgeable than to be ignorant because they're going to defeat you. You need to know what is happening in order for you to know how to pray strategically against them. You need to pray against all the activities of demons disguised as humans. And many times when the Lord shows us that this person is not a human being, they attack us in dreams. And, and so the Lord just allows this to happen because he wants to show us that, look, for sure, this person, no matter how human they may look, they're not humans, they're evil spirits. So you need to pray for this spiritual discernment. You do not necessarily need to see them, to defeat them, but you can pray for discernment. Let the Lord lead you to be connected to people he wants you to be connected. You need to be spiritually aware. And the Lord many times has told us that we do not need to fight them physically. And most importantly, I always talk about this, each and every one of us needs the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Why do you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Why do you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit? The Bible says in the book of Galatians chapter 5, it says, the flesh lasts against the spirit and the spirit lasts against the flesh, you know? So it means that you as a human being, if you're not fighting in the spirit, are going to be overcome. When the Holy Spirit comes in you, he's going to help you overcome the world. He's going to give you that discernment. He's going to give you the ability to pray, the ability to fast, he's going to help you. It will be easier for you to overcome because you've got the Holy Spirit in you. He's always going to be by your side. And the Bible does indeed say, Jesus in the Bible said, I will be with you always until the end of the age so that you are not alone. You have Jesus with you. You are assured of, you know, spiritual company from heaven to help you fight this battle. And the Bible says the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear. We are the victors and not the victims. This message is not to scare anyone. This message is to make you enlightened so that you can know exactly what is going on. These things have been going on. They have just been hidden, you know. We did not know about it, but they've been going on. But this will help us be enlightened. And these demons in human disguise, you know, are not people far away from us. I emphasize, they are not people far away from us. They are among, they are among our relatives. There are people we work with, they're everywhere, literally everywhere, literally everywhere. Even today, you've seen them, you've talked to them, you thought they were humans. And they will do everything to pretend like they're human beings because, you know, they're here for a mission. Some of them pretend to have repented, but they've not repented. They're just here, you know, to try and cause people to sin, to make people compromise. But with prayer, you can discern them and you are guaranteed of victory in Jesus Christ.
the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So just to close this video, let us uh, say to God a prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for everything that you have revealed. We pray that you may help us to be discerning and help us, may Father, not to be overcome by demons disguised as humans. Help us not to be weak in our prayer life, in our fasting, in evangelism, and in working for you, O oh God. Help us, my God, to be strong all the time. Give us your Holy Spirit. For those that are still seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I pray that you, Lord, may grant to them your Holy Spirit to help them overcome sin, my God, to correct them when they go in the wrong way. Forgive them all their trespasses, O oh Lord, and forgive me all my trespasses, O oh Lord God. Help us to do your will and help us not to live in fear because the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear but of boldness, of courage, and of sound mind. My Father, our goal is heaven and we shall overcome all snares and all traps laid by the evil one because you overcame, O oh God, you follow in your footsteps, O oh God. You already led the way, O oh Lord my God, and you already won the victory. Therefore, we claim this victory as your children filled with the Holy Spirit, O oh God, and we follow after you to our heavenly home, O oh God. Give us joy, give us peace, give us happiness. Help us not to be oppressed. Help us not to feel burdened. Help us not to be scared of anything. But give us, Father, that boldness, which your word says that the righteous are as bold as lions. We pray for unity, we pray for peace, we pray for love. And help us, my God, not to judge anyone as a demon using our physical eyes, but help us to always depend on the Holy Spirit and give us wisdom on what to do even after you have said that someone is not a real human being. It is in the name of Jesus Christ that we pray and commit this. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you and I love you and the Lord loves you. God bless you. Hello children of God. Welcome back to my YouTube channel and I hope you are having a wonderful day and just persevering as you seek God and journey on the way to heaven. For those who have not yet subscribed, please consider subscribing so that every time I post a new video, you get notified and you get, you know, hold of that video and just watch it and share it with others. So today I'm going to talk about uh, a very complicated topic and uh, I pray that before you watch this, you pray about it or approach it in a prayerful manner because this topic is very very complicated and so this is the topic of demons that are disguised as humans living among us so this is a topic that we have been sharing you know over the years and so i thought that today i should delve you know deeper into this topic and just showing you some biblical references that support you know that demons are indeed living among us disguised as human beings so before we go into the video, let's just pray and commit, you know, this video into the hands of the Lord for both myself and for you, the listener, so that we shall not be in the flesh, but that we shall be in the spirit, you know, for the word of God to speak to us, for God himself to speak to us, to convict our hearts. And, uh, you know, it is very important for you to know this because these demons that are disguised as humans are the ones, you know, that are leading people into sin. They make sin seem very appealing, very normal, and there are some people who've got a habit of just following others, saying, oh, this person is doing this and that. But after this video, you're going to think twice about doing that. Always be led by the Holy Spirit. So let's just, you know, say a prayer before we begin the video. 
Our Heavenly Father, we come before you asking that you may forgive us of our sins, that you may rid us of all our iniquities, O Heavenly Father. We pray, O God, that our hearts may be changed, that we may be obedient, O Heavenly Father. Help us to obey you and help us not to live in the flesh, but help us to do everything in the spirit and not in the flesh. I pray for the listener that they may listen to your Holy Spirit and I pray for myself speaking that I may speak from the spirit and not speak from the flesh, O God. We bind every monitoring spirit and we destroy every spirit of destruction. We shall not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ to heaven, Father. We shall persevere on the way to heaven. We shall walk on the heavenly journey, my God, with confidence and with faith and we shall reach our desired destinations. We commit this video into all hands, my God. Give us spiritual understanding in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And so just before we begin, I'd like to share this scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, which says, Someone who is carnal-minded does not receive the things of God because they're spiritually discerned. To that person, the things of God are foolishness, but the things of God are received through the Spirit of God. And it is important for you to note that because this message is not for everyone. If you are carnally minded, if you are not spiritually minded, it will seem like a foolish message to you. As the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it says that the things of God, you know, are foolishness to the carnal man because they are spiritually discerned. But they can be understood by someone who is spiritually minded. So if you want to understand this message, you have to approach it, you know, from a spiritual point of view. You have to be someone who is willing to understand spiritual things and you have to be someone who asks God for that understanding. And so to begin today's topic, you know, I just want to break this down so that even someone who's never read any of our messages from Facebook can understand. I want to begin this topic of demons disguised as humans from the very beginning so that you can understand. So to begin this, for you to understand, let's read from the book of Genesis chapter 6, verse 2, which reads, The sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. So it says, the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. So the, Genesis, the same Genesis chapter 6 in verse 4 says, And there were giants in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. So it says, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men, there were giants on the earth in those days and after that. The Bible does not say there were giants only in that, at that time. It says, and also after that. And we see that these giants, even after the flood of Noah, we see that these giants are also, as you mentioned in the Bible, they were there even after the flood. So if you read from the book of uh, Revelations, chapter 12, verse 9, it says, So the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old, called the devil, and Satan who deceived the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. So you see here, the Bible uses, you know, uh, describes the devil as the serpent of old. And also these men, the children of the giants and human beings, in Genesis chapter 6, I referred to as mighty men of old. So you see that there's this similarity. The Bible calls Satan the old serpent, and the children are also called mighty men of old, you know, of old. 
but were told that they were children by the called mighty men of old. Why is it that they are called mighty men of old? It is because they have always been in, in existence. They are not new. They have always been in existence and these are demons disguised as humans. Just to put this into perspective to avoid any confusion, look at the book of uh, Genesis chapter 18 verse 1 to 3. I want to give this example. The Bible says that Abraham was visited by three men, you know, but the Bible here on this uh, on chapter one, on verse 1 of chapter 18 says, then the Lord appeared to him by the terrible trees of Mamre. So, and uh, you know, after this, if you want, you can read the whole Genesis chapter 18. The Bible says the Lord appeared to him. But here the Bible says that Abraham saw three men. So the Lord came in a form of a man and he came with two angels. So how do we know that one was the Lord and the other two were angels? So the same Genesis chapter 18 says that Abraham bowed before the Lord, you know. He bowed before him and said, If I found favor in your sight, O Lord, do not bypass your servant. And the Bible here uses the capital letter L. And the only time that, you know, the capital letter L is used is when it is the Lord God Almighty. So how do we deduce that the other two were angels? In, in, in chapter 19 of the same Genesis, it says, Now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting there at the gate of Sodom. So you see, the two angels, that the, there were three men, one was the Lord, and the two angels, when they left Abraham, they went to Lot to give him a message of warning because God was about to destroy Sodom. And Lot called them, my lords. But you see that this my lords is different from the my lord that was quoted in chapter 18 when Abraham was referring to the Lord. There was a capital L, but if you read this one when, you know, Lord was speaking to the two angels and the Bible explicitly says, two, then, then the two angels went to Lot, you know, from Abraham, the two angels went to Lot. So there you see that uh, when the two angels approached Lot, he called them my lords, but there it is just written using the small letter L you know, to describe the angels. And in Genesis chapter 18, it specifically says the Lord went to Abraham. So that is not a debatable thing. And why am I saying this? This shows you that spiritual beings are able to come like human beings. Spiritual beings are able to come like human beings. So we see that angels have got the ability to transform into human beings. And uh, the Lord himself also has the ability to transform into a human being. And so, using this trait, the Bible in Genesis says, the sons of God came in to the daughters of men, and they brought children to them. So, these are heavenly beings. These are angels that came down and, you know, had children with the sons of men. And they brought giants, you know, mighty men of old. The Bible did not say, they bore, you know, these babies, they did, not, they did not know anything. It says, mighty men of old, men of renown. You see, so this was the entrance of demons, you know, into the human race. And why do I say that demons entered the human race? Because someone will say, okay, angels had children with human beings, therefore maybe those are human beings. Let me show you what the Bible says. In the book of Daniel, chapter 2, you can feel free to read the full chapter. The Bible says, 
As you saw iron mixed with ceramic clay, they will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another. So this Bible verse says, they will mingle with the seed of men. Who are these? They are not men. The Bible clearly does not acknowledge them as men. But it says they will mingle with the seed of men. Mingling will be done, but they will not adhere to one another, just as iron does not mix with clay. So we always get this question saying, if a demon disguised as a human being, you know, has a child with a human being, then what happens to that child? What is that child? The Bible says they will not mix. So there's no way, there's no possible way that a human being can have a child with a demon. So what happens is there is a demon, you know, from the spiritual realm that poses as a human being. You can only have a human being if both of you are two human beings. But if you, you as a human being get married to a, a demon human disguise and you have children, those children are not children. They're simply demons posing you know, as children, in the same way that we saw that spiritual beings can transform to look like human beings, they will pretend. They will come and pretend like they're just babies and all that. So demons can pretend to be human beings. And we see that these giants have been mentioned continuously in the Bible. For example, in the book of Numbers, uh, in verse 33, it says, so this was a time when, you know, Moses had sent out spies to go and spy out the land of Canaan, you know, and um, here in Numbers chapter 13, verse 33, it reads, There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak, who came from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. And there were times in the Bible when the Lord would actually give an instruction to the children of Israel, you know, saying, when you attack this nation, do not spare anything. Kill everyone, kill the children, the babies, Kill the mothers, do not spare anyone because God did not want this pollution. And even after the flood of Noah, the Bible still does mention the Nephilims, you know. The Nephilims are still mentioned even after the flood. Many times I've always asked myself, like, why has God allowed them, you know, to continue being here on earth? And the Lord has always reminded me of a Bible verse which says that the wheat and the tears should be allowed to grow together. You know, but then there will be that selection at the end where the wheat will be removed and the tears are going to be burnt. The Lord allows them to live among us because they are there to test our faith. They are there to test our standing in God. They have mixed their seeds with the seeds of humans. And so because of the size that humans are, they have also reduced to that size over the years of many intermarriages. But that does not make them human, you know. They have simply disguise themselves to look more human so that they can work. They can work and do their evil mission successfully. And so I was just giving that preamble because many people like saying, oh, when you're talking about demons in human disguise, what biblical evidence do you have? What proof do you have? So I've given that preamble just to show you that this is mentioned in the Bible. And these have come to work against human beings. When the angels left their abode, their heavenly abode, and came to mingle with the sons of men, they sealed their own fate. And because they sealed their own fate, they want everyone to perish with them. And so these demons have begun to promote sin because they have lived in heaven before. They know what heaven is like. They know God's nature. They know what God wants. And they know that God does not want his creation to be changed. You know, even the Bible tells us, 
shall the clay say to the porter, why have you made me like this? So they know the things that God hates. And so they are here to make you do those same exact things. So that, you, so that you should be an abomination to God and God should cast you away. Because there's nothing filthy that is going to enter heaven. Whatever enters heaven must be pure. So after giving that preamble, in 2012, uh, after we just came to the Lord, we came to the Lord in 2011. That is my sister Rachel, uh, myself, my younger sister Lois, and my younger brother Ezra. When we came to the Lord in 2012, you know, uh, you know the Lord began to tell us, saying that demons that are living among you disguised as humans. You know, so the Lord said that once, but it was just like a message, you know, just a normal message. You take it as a normal message, but you don't even understand what it means. Like, so you say, oh, the Lord has told me this. Then the Lord said it another time, like I think it was like after a week. So the Lord began to show us this. After one week, he said, there are demons living among you disguised as humans. And the reason he kept repeating that is because we were not understand, like we did not take it seriously. And so at one time, my sister Rachel and I, you know, went to evangelize to a certain woman. The Lord had said that we should evangelize to this woman, you know. So we were on the way back home and we were singing as we were going back home because we were happy, you know. The Lord had said evangelize to someone and we had fulfilled. We were just jubilating and going back home, you know, singing. And so there's this man that approached my sister Rachel and I as we were singing. He came to us and said in a very aggressive voice, you, where do you stay? Where do you stay? So, you know, <laughs> at that time, we did not really understand what was happening. And the Lord opened our eyes. You know, it was like a miracle. The Lord opened our eyes and he showed us that this man was not a human being. He was a demon disguised as a human being. And he was upset because we were, we were just from evangelizing or from doing God's work. He was very upset with us and was upset that we were singing in the road, giving glory to God and were not ashamed. And, you know, we did not even answer him. We just continued singing. We continued singing, and that's how he went away. And we could even see him. It's something that I can't explain. You can't tell physically. Everybody looks the same. But when your spiritual eyes are open, I'm telling you, you are going to see that this person is not a human being. Let me give you some examples of how the Lord has shown us that someone is not a human being. Sometimes you are going to see the person, and you will see the real uh, demon, you know, like coming out. It will not completely come out. Sometimes it does, like when the Lord was showing, for example, in a dream. But what we've seen in the physical, you see like a normal body, but with your spiritual eyes, you're going to see like a demon, you know, is arising, you know, from that human being. And the Lord will show that this is a demon. So uh, this is different from demonic possession. Many people have said, oh, these are people possessed with, with demons. No, they're not demon possessed. These are demons that have got makeshift bodies, false bodies. They do not have a spirit, soul, and body. It is just a body and a demon in there pretending to be a human being. You know? So these are demons straight from the pit of hell. They are as a result, you know, of those angels that fell in the beginning and bore children with human beings who are not children, as the Bible did tell us. The Bible says they bore giants, you know, men of old, not babies. They were men of old. They knew everything. You know, they were in heaven. They were full of this knowledge, men of old, you know. They had this knowledge. They, have, they know everything that used to go on in heaven back then. So the other way the Lord will show you sometimes is even just via phone, 
if you know someone who is not a human being talks to you on the phone you feel some type of way like for example you feel grieved in your heart and it's not just any kind of grief sometimes you can feel grieved if someone is talking to you like maybe trying to make you sin but what i'm talking about is you feel like your spirit is not in connection with their spirit you feel bad you feel like this is an evil spirit you know you feel that thing so these are demons disguised as human beings and so on the same day after that man you know i tried to harass us that man actually is not even a man he's a demon pretending to be a man he's not a man men are human beings women are human beings children are human beings but those are pretending to be children pretending to be men pretending to be to be women they're not any of those things they're demons you know just posing they're pretending to be those things they are not those things in fact i remember one time you know i had a dream when i was at the university of zambia where i was with my friends this was a dream i was with my friends on alone you know was just standing by alone and in the dream you know I, I was talking to some of my classmates and so i said so this name is just an example that is not the real name you know of that person they're not people so i said you know i said salome i called out to that person but as soon as i said that name the person disappeared there was nothing there but grass so i said to another person also not the real name i said mary and that person also disappeared like i was trying to call out the, to them but they disappeared and there was nobody there so the lord was trying to show me that look this person called mary is not there there's no mary here there's a demon pretending to be a human being called mary there was no mary there there was no salome there there was just a demon you know they were pretending to be salome pretending to be uh, pretending to be someone named salome pretending to be someone called mary but they were not that you know they disappeared meaning non-existent there's no person there so i hope that puts the so i hope that people are actually getting you know a true picture of these demons that are disguised as humans then the same day after that man attacked us we continued on the way home and we met two teenage boys you know we met two teenage boys and the lord also opened our eyes to show us that these are not humans but these are demons disguised as humans and these teenage boys got so terrified they began you know glancing back at us and walking away you know like they even changed the route just trying to avoid us they said going in another road you know and we did not deduce that there were demons from their behavior no the lord opened our eyes you cannot tell physically the lord opened our eyes and were able to see that these are not humans but demons and these demons in human disguise the bible like if you saw in the bible they lived you know among human beings as if they're human beings marrying like you saw you know marrying and giving birth even now it is the same they marry and give birth and that simply means that these demons that are disguised as humans do not disappear it's not like oh i saw a demon in human disguise once no i'm telling you each and every one of you has seen a demon in human disguise but you just did not know you just do not know they are right now some of them are your neighbors they're even your cousins because you know when a human marries another human being they have humans but for example if you for example if your mother's sister who is a human being gets married to a demon those children are not going to be humans they're demons posing as humans straight from hell and those are your cousins so you have relatives that's how it also comes like into the family line even I have those, I have seen them, I know them. 
but you know we have to approach everything spiritually many times we prefer to deal with them spiritually you know by burning them in the spiritual realm and destroying their mission as well as keeping you know that distance from them of course physically you can pretend but but you're not supposed to get close to them and all that because they're going to lead you to sin for them sin is very normal even those even for those that have a mission of pretending to be christians in one way or another they're going to make you sin for example they can make you lie and make lying seem like it is just a normal you know little thing everybody does that they can make you compromise with sin but we know that if we want to go to heaven we have to be consistent with righteousness there is no compromise there is no watching secular TV today and then for the rest of the year you don't watch no if you don't watch secular TV you don't watch it there's nothing like oh let's watch a movie let's watch a cartoon with my family with my cousins there's nothing like that you know the Bible says we are a peculiar people a holy nation separate we are not to compromise with sin we are peculiar people and these demons have got many missions some are completely in the world you know they are trying to promote artificial hair, they're trying to promote painting of nails, uh, you know, the use of lipstick, all those things. Anyway, if you want a full video on that, you can just check on one of my videos about why you cannot go to heaven without outward holiness as well as inner holiness. And many people like saying, oh, people in the Bible did this and that, all that is explained and how we're under a new dimension and how God now requires holiness from us. And the Bible particularly says that women should dress in a, in a holy manner. It says we should not adorn ourselves with outward adornment, you know. We should be holy, we should be righteous. So anyway, if you look for a video on, you know, I think it is entitled Why You Cannot Go to Heaven Without Holiness on my YouTube channel, you are able to get that and see what I'm talking about. And these demons know how to pretend. You can't say, you know, there can be two people, let me tell you, there can be two people. One of those persons is not a real person. And the other one is a real person. You know, human beings are bad. Human beings are bad. A human being can kill someone while a demon human disguise is pretending, you know, to be a good person and even condemning, you know, what, even condemning the action done by the real human being. So it just depends on their mission. Sometimes they can pretend, you know, to be into holiness. In fact, the Lord has shown us many times, you know, demons disguised as human beings in the holiness movement, the outward holiness movement. But you remember the Bible tells us we should be holy inside and holy outside. But what do these demons do? These demons focus so much on outward holiness without telling you about inner holiness, a change of heart, you know, the need for you to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Anyway, they can tell you that, but what is their mission? Their mission is to burden you. Their mission is to burden you, you know. They try to put all these strange rules to make you feel like holiness is a burden and to make you feel like holiness is something that you cannot manage. I've heard strange doctrines like, you know, you're supposed to use a particular soap to bath. Like, there's just to go and look for a soap with this name. That's the one you're going to use to bath. Like, really? <laughs> Sometimes I even laugh and just, like, what is the essence of that? What is the essence? When God speaks about holiness, there's always a reason behind it. When he says, do not, you know, use artificial hair, it is because he wants you to embrace your natural beauty. He wants you to embrace holiness. He does not want you to change that thing which he made, you know. You are made in God's image. Do not change yourself. 
just take care of yourself in a way that will not lead to you know the texture of your you, the texture of your hair should not change for example if you're a black woman you've got natural hair it means that whatever you do to your hair should not change the texture of the hair but to say you know just use this particular soap to bath on your body then what is that what is that what is the purpose of that there is no purpose that is oppression meaning that people will not bath until they find that soap that is not good and they're doing that because they've got a mission they've got an evil mission and that mission is to make people feel like holiness is burdensome but the bible tells us that the commandments of the lord are not burdensome that is what the bible says the Bible says the commandments of the Lord are not burdensome. Whatever God tells us is to lead us closer to Him, to lead us into holiness and righteousness. And sometimes, you know, these demons also have another mission. You know, they try to make it seem like it is normal to sin. You've seen so many, you know, so-called female pastors. They're looking like Jezebel and that they're saying, I'm a child of God, this and that. And someone is there, oh, no, I can't stop wearing trousers as a woman because you know, my pastor also wears. I'm following her. If she's going to hell, I'm also going to hell. You're not going to hell with her. You're going alone. She's already doomed. She's doing that to carry you along. You know, but it's not every female pastor who wears like that who is a demon. Some are also deceived themselves into sin. That is why we have to pray. And that is why we keep saying that you cannot know a demon in human disguise just by the physical traits because they know how to pretend and they have got different missions. You can only know when the Lord tells you. When the Lord tells you, that is when you can know because you find that even some female pastors, they too have been deceived by those same demons in human disguise, you know, into thinking that wearing like that is normal. So you cannot judge someone just by their physical looks or the physical behavior that this one is a demon. That is not true. Only when the Lord tells you. And so these are everywhere, you know, they're there in our daily lives. I'm not talking about one in 10 million. I'm talking about regular people. The people your children go to school with, you know, the people you work with, the people, even in church, they're there, they've got a mission. They've got a mission and they're there to test you. Do you believe in God? They're, they're there to test your faith. Are you going to compromise just because everybody else is compromising? So you should be careful. Not everyone you see is a human being. These demons have also come to make sin normal. We have seen how fornication has become normal. Just look at how fornication is normal these days. They have come to normalize sin, secular music. Some of them are even in the, in the, some of them are even in the entertainment industry. They are there to sing for you, you know, and they are there to make other people sin or, and make other people sin through this evil music. They have come to make sin normal, to make secular TV normal, to make secular music normal to make, you know, outward worldliness normal. That is what they're here to do. And that is why it is so hard to overcome. Because what do these demons do? These demons do not just try to make sin normal, but they cast spells. What am I talking about? One day when I was at, uh, uh, at school, when I was in university, you know, I used to find it very hard to dress holy. I used to dress holy, however, by saying that, I'm not meaning I never used to dress holy. I'm meaning I used to find it hard. So it means that you want to do something and you are doing something, but it is hard. Why? Because everyone else around you is doing the opposite. There's always that feeling of wanting to fit in. But if you are fasting a lot, like fasting regularly, like not like once in, one, in a month, no. I'm meaning fasting regularly, praying every day, seeking the Lord, you are going to overcome. It's going to give you spiritual strength.
but one time when I was actually going through a period when I was struggling and finding it hard you know to dress holy or you know feeling some type of way you know the Lord showed me two girls there were these two girls and they were wearing trousers and the th they were wearing trousers and you know they had this artificial hair and all that and uh, you know they were going to a shopping mall they were from my university they were going to a shopping mall and as I this was a dream as I looked at those girls I began feeling strange about my long clothes I was like why am I feeling strange why am I feeling like this and the Lord showed me that these girls were casting spells to make me feel bad about what I'm wearing to make me want to be like them to dress like them so this is a spiritual battle it is a spiritual battle they don't just wear these trousers or dress like this and that and then leave it there for you to copy they do that to try to make you copy and they cast spells in the spiritual realm they cast spells in the spiritual realm to make sure that you feel you know insecure about the way that you're dressing so how can you defeat them you can defeat them through prayer I'm not talking I'm talking about prayer when I say prayer I mean you wake up at midnight and pray you know you conduct an overnight you pray even alone you can conduct an overnight you say I'm not going to drink or eat anything for three days I'm going to pray and bind you know sin you say oh, I'm going to pray and seek God every single day and be close to Jesus I mean so you're going to heaven is not easy if you're a casual Christian, you're not going to heaven. That is a fact. It is a fact. If you're a casual Christian, you're not going to heaven. Why? You're going to be overcome by sin. You're going to be overcome by all these spiritual attacks of Satan. You have to develop a strong prayer life. Develop a strong prayer life. Fast. Even like three times a week. Just fast. Even if you're working, you know, you pray. Maybe wake up early. Around maybe four. You pray. You also pray when you come back in the evening. God still counts that as fasting. You pray, you read the Bible, spend time. I'm telling you, it is all about persevering. The Bible says strive to enter. It does not say relax and enter heaven. The Bible says strive, strive to enter. It is not easy. It has never been easy. These days, no one is going to whip you or torment you physically. And in some countries, they do that. But the, the, if you, for being a Christian, but these days the battle that we go through really is a spiritual battle it is a spiritual battle where you have to take up your position as a christian and in ending this video i would like to tell you that the bible says the lord has not given us a spirit of fear but of boldness of courage and of a sound mind the bible also says the righteous are as bold as a lion this video is not to scare you this video is to open your eyes, to enlighten you. Let me tell you, the Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Some people like telling us that, oh, now you're making demons be everywhere. We're not making demons be everywhere. The demons have always been there, you just never knew. And it is better to be knowledgeable than to be ignorant because they're going to defeat you. You need to know what is happening in order for you to know how to pray strategically against them. You need to pray against all the activities of demons disguised as humans. And many times when the Lord shows us that this person is not a human being, they attack us in dreams. And, and so the Lord just allows this to happen because he wants to show us that, look for sure, this person, no matter how human they may look, they are not humans, they are evil spirits. So you need to pray for this spiritual discernment. You do not necessarily need to see them, to defeat them. 
but you can pray for discernment let the lord lead you to be connected to people he wants you to be connected you need to be spiritually aware and the lord many times has told us that we do not need to fight them physically and most importantly i always talk about this each and every one of us needs the baptism of the holy spirit why do you need the baptism of the holy spirit why do you need the baptism of the holy spirit the bible says in the book of galatians chapter 5 it says the flesh lasts against the spirit and the spirit lasts against the flesh you know so it means that you as a human being if you're not fighting in the spirit are going to be overcome when the holy spirit comes in you he's going to help you overcome the world he's going to give you that discernment he's going to give you the ability to pray the ability to fast he's going to help you it will be easier for you to overcome because you've got the holy spirit in you he's always going to be by your side and the bible does indeed say Jesus in the Bible said, I will be with you always until the end of the age so that you are not alone. You have Jesus with you. You are assured of, you know, spiritual company from heaven to help you fight this battle. And the Bible says the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear. We are the victors and not the victims. This message is not to scare anyone. This message is to make you enlightened so that you can know exactly what is going on. These things have been going on. They have just been hidden, you know. We did not know about it, but they've been going on. But this will help us be enlightened. And these demons in human disguise, you know, are not people far away from us. I emphasize, they're not people far away from us. They are among, they are among our relatives. There are people we work with, they're everywhere, literally everywhere, literally everywhere. Even today, you've seen them, you've talked to them, you thought they were humans. And they will do everything to pretend like they're human beings because, you know, they're here for a mission. Some of them pretend to have repented, but they've not repented. They're just here, you know, to try and cause people to sin, to make people compromise. But with prayer, you can discern them and you are guaranteed of victory in Jesus Christ. The Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So just to close this video, let us uh, say to God a prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for everything that you have revealed. We pray that you may help us to be discerning and help us, may Father, not to be overcome by demons disguised as humans. Help us not to be weak in our prayer life, in our fasting, in evangelism, and in working for you, O oh God. Help us, my God, to be strong all the time. Give us your Holy Spirit. For those that are still seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I pray that you, Lord, may grant to them your Holy Spirit to help them overcome sin, my God, to correct them when they go in the wrong way. Forgive them all their trespasses, O oh Lord, and forgive me all my trespasses, O oh Lord God. Help us to do your will and help us not to live in fear because the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear but of boldness, of courage, and of sound mind. My Father, our goal is heaven, and we shall overcome all snares and all traps laid by the evil one. Because you overcame, O oh God, we follow in your footsteps, O oh God. You already laid the way, O oh Lord, my God, and you already won the victory. Therefore, we claim this victory as your children, filled with the Holy Spirit, O oh God, and we follow after you to our heavenly home, O oh God. Give us joy, give us peace, give us happiness. Help us not to be oppressed. Help us not to feel burdened. Help us not to be scared of anything. But give us, Father, that boldness, which your word says that the righteous are as bold as lions. We pray for unity, we pray for peace, we pray for love. And help us, my God, not to judge anyone as a demon using our physical eyes, but help us to always depend on the Holy Spirit and give us wisdom on what to do even after you have said that someone is not a real human being. 
It is in the name of Jesus Christ that we pray and commit this. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you, and I love you, and the Lord loves you. God bless you.